welcome back to Guidepost Crossroads. I am your host, William Ramada. Last week we talked about who are you. We talked about the conscience and how we are not the things in life that will grow. Another way to act in an authentic way is to focus on being present, being right now. Trust your intuition, express your honest thoughts, and be vulnerable when necessary. Vulnerability doesn't mean you're weak. It just shows your true self. And be yourself. Like when you go out, social gatherings, or wherever you want to go to work, schools, be yourself. Stick around for long term in relationships and avoid telling lies. You know, the lies catch up to you one way or the other. One way to always be consistent is to always tell the truth because you always remember the truth. You'll forget your lies. So let's go through some things about being your authentic self. Let's talk about accepting who you are. That's a biggie. That's a biggie for most of us. Because a lot of people, they go through life and they don't like who they are. So that's why they go into these these um, self-help programs and everything else, counseling or whatever, is because they don't accept themselves. Well, accepting yourself requires a mental attitude adjustment. You know, growing up, my mother always said, you need an attitude adjustment. Well, you'll have a tendency to get those in life. But in this way, it's a little bit different. So try to slow down criticizing yourself. And, And don't look at yourself as inferior to others. Focus on accepting and appreciating who you are as a unique individual. You know, this this will lead to authentic behaviors, which is going to be in line with your personalities. So how do we do this, right? So this, this it begins with accepting your flaws, accepting yourself 100% as you are. Be comfortable with yourself requires you to accept that you are not perfect. And it means that you should embrace your quirks and the distinct parts of your personality. So, let's think of an example. It's fine if you have hobbies or interests that different from those of your friends, your spouse, or whatever. So go ahead and explore those things that interest you. And over time, you'll meet other people who share the same passion and interest. You don't have to be with the same friends all the time. I'm not meaning change friends, but open up your your friendship base to things that you do have passions for. Another thing that we talk about is to support your self-esteem. 
You know, every, every person has valid thoughts and ideas. And we're gifted and, and intelligent in different, unique ways. So it's hard to act in a way that is genuine to your personality if you doubt yourself or you have a lack of self-confidence. People who lack self-esteem often try to act like people they perceive to be confident. I know you've seen people like this. You know, it's like I was saying earlier, they just sway back and forth. When you're with one friend, you act one way. When you're with somebody else, you act another way. And a lot of times when people do this, then they, they kind of act overconfident. And, and this is a key of somebody being inauthentic. So, for example, you know, people with, with self-esteem may dress in the same way that some of the most popular people do, right? Or, or maybe you'll, they'll listen to the same type of music or... Um, you know, just things like that instead of following their own interest. You know, so so be who you are. And if you have some emotional baggage, give yourself some time to think about it and move on if if possible. And this is a good time to like, come to somebody like me, you know, to see a coach, to really dig into who you want to be and who you feel that you are. One thing, too, is another, um, is act on your personal beliefs and values. A lot of people, they hide their beliefs and values because of what other people say. You know, there's a lot of people afraid to come out and tell others what they feel because maybe it's not the same as what their friends hold. But, you know, authentic people are in touch with their moral compass and their personal set of beliefs. You know, and this this includes a lot of things, like your religious beliefs, moral beliefs, um, any beliefs of any kind. You know, your political beliefs. You know, be in touch with yourself. These beliefs should be evident in your daily behaviors. So you're going to see them, and people are going to see these beliefs within you. And a lot of people will unthinkingly, unthinkingly <laughs> adopt um, the beliefs from their parents or their partner, you know, their spouse, or maybe some friends' beliefs without figuring out who they really are. So, like, to say if, if you say that all people should be treated equally and yet you show obvious disdain for certain types of people, you're not going to be perceived as authentic. Or if your friends are drinking alcohol or eating types of food which you believe are unethical to eat, you ask them to stop or excuse yourself from the situation. And that would show your authenticity. Find your values by identifying what makes you happy when you are the proudest. Figure out when you are the one that is being satisfied. You could also think about ways you want to give back to the world 
then use that as a guideline for how you want to spend your time and energy. You know, you're going to be happier when you do things like that because it's filling your passion and, and your beliefs and it really shows your authenticity as well. You know, I always talk about personal growth. We have to, we have to grow in life. We cannot be stagnant all the time. So there's a great deal of authenticity that can be found in growing yourself and pursuing interests that fulfill you as a person. And this could be done through classes, volunteering, or maybe even hobbies. So like, in contrast, inauthentic people often neglect the things that interest them in favor of pursuing whatever they believe the popular side of society wants them to. But when you're taking care of yourself and you're being mindful of how you spend your time and energy, you'll often find you're going to feel better physically and mentally. And when that happens, you're going to be more productive, you're going to be more motivated to do other other things. You're going to find yourself happier at work and school around other people because people are going to like you for who you are, not for who you're pretending, you know. People can usually see the fakeness through you. You know, they, they know there's a mask, they just don't know who's behind that mask. And a lot of times they're going to want to know who's behind that mask. So, so you might want to ask yourself, how, how can I really behave authentically? Oh, yeah. With authenticity. How? How can I behave this way? Well, you can be fully present in whatever circumstances you find yourself in. You ever think about this? Because being present will lead to greater authenticity because you'll be able to focus on every, every experience, every conversation, and you'll be able to interact more fully and engaged. And the people you're engaging with will be able to tell that you're engaged and present. And you will perceive, you will be perceived this way. And you will be perceived as authentic. You know, but if you're not acting that way, you know, inauthentic people are inclined to let their minds wander during conversations with people. You know, and... In interpersonal settings, this behavior can be perceived as insincere and rude. And so you might wonder, why do people think I'm acting this way? You know, it's because you're not engaged and you're not being sincere because you're not being yourself. If you're not interested in the subject, you, you can just say it. I mean, you don't have to pretend that you're interested. You know, if you're at a social situation, you just excuse yourself and go find another group of people. Another way would be to trust your intuition 
when it comes to your behavior or even when it comes to relationships. So some people say, well, I'm not too intuitive. Well, intuition is that inner voice or gut reaction that helps you make decisions and inform your behavior. And I know everybody out there has an intuition. Everybody out there has said, it's just this don't feel right. Or this is what feels right. So you have intuition and you follow it more than you ever think you do. So, you know, like in terms of ethical decision, decisions, your personal intu- intuition can also form a moral compass. And this helps you helps you guide get guided into making more better personal decisions. Um <clears throat> Following your intuition is going to help. It's going to help you make your consistent decisions and act in a stable way. You're not going to be so wishy-washy, all right? So rather than making decisions based on what you perceive to be popular, you need to be yourself. You know, don't 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 make your decisions because you think other people are going to uh, like you better or because it's their popular decision. Be yourself. Make your own choices. And another way is to express your thoughts and feelings. You know, talk about your opinion when it matters to you. Uh, I always had a tendency to hold things in because I just thought my opinions were my opinions. I didn't really realize that a lot of people would agree with me. So when you become more authentic, you're more comfortable speaking your mind and communicating when they when you have a problem or if you even appreciate something. So if you feel inhibited to speak your mind or realize that you frequently only say what you think around when you think around uh, the other people, you that you're gonna say what um, they they expect you to hear, right? So you're likely behaving inauthentic, inauthentically. So don't just say what you want, what you think other people want you to say. That that's what I'm saying with that messed up sentence. <laughs> So an example of that would be, you know, to express gratitude to to those around you. You know, try saying something like, you know, to your spouse or your mother, father, or friend that, you know, I just want to thank you for helping me with fill in the blank. You know, like maybe you borrowed money. So I would like to thank you for helping me with my car payment last month. I know that money is tight, but the extra cash made a big big difference to me. You know, just be grateful. You know, people like it when you're grateful to them, and people are more likely to be grateful for you when you do that. One thing a lot of people don't do what you should be doing is 
you know, asking people for help when we need it. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with asking for help, no matter what it's for. A good, genuine person is going to accept that they aren't perfect and ask for help when we need it. And authenticity is not the same thing as perfection, okay? It's not. So asking those around you for help is a sign of humility and authenticity. And it shows that you respect the skills and talents of the people in your life. Um, Don't deny that other people have these skills and that can help you. So let's just say you've been struggling with your mental health and a friend is a professional counselor. Ask them if they can recommend an an associate who you can contact and get help with. Or perhaps you're having car trouble. Reach out to your coworker who moonlights as an auto mechanic, somebody that knows what they're doing. And perhaps you're in a work environment. It's easier to get your colleagues to help if you communicate your needs as an invitation to do something instead of a burden that's been inflicted on them. Make them feel like you need them. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, be vulnerable. So how can you feel, how can you be vulnerable to other people? Just share personal information about yourself and be open about your flaws, you know, as as you start to trust others. I mean, you don't want to put everything out there all at once. But as you be, as you begin having this relationship and you begin trusting each other, then you can release more things about yourself. Yeah, because you just don't want to reveal everything if you don't need to. But on the other side, if you keep your true self hidden, you're going to be finding it very hard to build any type of authentic relationships. So... I was trying to think of what I want to talk more. Um, Since we're talking about friends and sharing, let's talk about treating other people with authenticity. You know, I mentioned earlier about the mask, right? So don't put on a different face or personality for social functions. You know, when you go out, just be yourself. You know, if you're, in order to be authentic, simply just be yourself in these social functions or any any type of interpersonal context. It could be tempting to act the way other people are acting or the way that they act towards you. Or even to posture and act like you have an inflated ego in order to impress new acquaintances. See, nobody needs that. They want to know who you are, not who you think you, they want you to be. So how, these behaviors are not authentic, and people are going to see through them quickly. They're going to know. I mean, you, you've seen people who said right away, though, that that person's fake. So 
believe me, it's, it's going to come back on you the same way. And of course, it is natural to slightly modify your behavior and vocabulary around certain people. Uh, you're going to talk to your boss differently than you talk to your partner or your spouse or a very close friend. You know, and that's natural and that's okay. Another thing is, you know, don't tell lies unless absolutely necessary. I know some people will say, oh, you shouldn't lie at all. Well, sometimes, eh, maybe, I know. I used to say that too. I tell the truth all the time, no matter what. You know, and honesty is a key component of being authentic. Um, if lying is a routine part of your behavior, eventually friends and other people in your life, they're going to catch on. And most likely they'll find your lies to be very inauthentic. They're going to find it to be rude and whatever. They're not going to want to be your friend anymore. And, yeah, you can remain authentic despite a couple lies. You know, it depends on the circumstances. You know, so when I say, yeah, maybe sometimes it's okay. Um, maybe you attend a party or something and you find that the food is bad. You know, you just don't like the taste. You know, it's okay to just say, no, nah, it's okay, I'm not hungry. You know, I'll have a salad or something like that. Because maybe you don't want to let your friend down or something. Because maybe they think that was their favorite dish. I don't know. But <clears throat> just to be kind to other people, it's okay like kind of to stretch the, stretch the truth. And I think... um. Uh, maybe the last thing I want to talk about is just to maintain long-term relationships. Um, and we'll end here on this part because, yeah, relationships are probably the biggest part for me to be authentic in. But I don't have a lot of close friends. I mean, I probably right now I don't really have any. I have a lot of acquaintances and people I see several times a week, but I wouldn't call them friends. Being in the military, you know, when you transfer all the time, you make a friend and then you transfer and and a lot of time it's hard to keep in contact and I remember when I was retiring from the Navy, we didn't really have Facebook. We had email and stuff, but a lot of us didn't use it as personal, and it was hard to keep contact. Now it's a little easier. I, I'm in contact with a few people, but I wouldn't say we're really close. And I do have that desire to have some longer-term relationships. So, so with this one, um, to maintain long-term relationships, we need to to build to build in trust 
and respect people and build trust and respect with other people. It has to go both ways. And a key sign of authenticity is the ability to form and maintain these relationships. And this goes well with romantic and personal relationships also. Uh, I've been married 31 years now, and, you know, and in a marriage, you have to be authentic. You have to, you both have to let each other know how you're feeling and thinking and all that. Otherwise, you, you won't grow together. You're going to grow separately. And that's something that you don't want to do if you want to maintain that relationship. You want to grow together, not apart. And these relationships, they're not, they're not built overnight. You know, but they are rewarding and self-affirming as you grow and get stronger together. If you're inauthentic, inauthentic people are often unable to maintain these relationships. Because, you know, inauthentic behaviors like, you know, telling lies and not having consistent personal values can prevent these lasting relationships from forming. It's hard to grow close to somebody that's constantly wishy-washy and changing what they believe is true or not or constantly telling lies because you don't know who they really are. So you're going to distance yourself from them. They're going to distance from you because that's what you're doing. And in saying that, it's okay to be rejected, you know, so you have to learn to be okay with being rejected because we're not going to be liked by everybody and you are not going to like everybody. So so you don't have to fear rejection. It'll be easier to ma- maintain relationships if you do not fear. So... So don't be afraid of rejection. A lot of people are, and they'll pretend. That's why they're inauthentic, because they pretend to be who they're not, because they think they're going to have friends that way. But no, you, you don't need to be around pe- all people, uh, especially if they're going to be uh, toxic-type people. So a key tip there would be healthy communication. Healthy communication is a key element of being authentic. And if you are uncomfortable with communication, then I would suggest that you focus focus on building this skill. We all need to be a good communicator, no matter what relationships that you're in. You know, just talk to other people. You can take classes or be part of a group that encourages Uh, open communication that is very um, very important that you learn to communicate with others to let yourself be known um, so they can let their selves be known and you can have healthy relationships so that's what I'm talking about authenticity Um, 
Yeah, it does kind of spread back from the last podcast I did on who, who are you. So find out who you are. Find out how to be authentic, authentic in yourself. Because if you're not true to yourself, you're not going to be true to others. It is a better life. Thank you.